presumably the women they have to they have to be quite tough to be able to do it, don't they? I mean, I mean to exist in that Listen, world. A good hooker doesn't get laid. <laughs> That's the title for this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> a good hooker doesn't get laid. Right. Can you explain more about that? Well, I had um, this Moroccan girl, beautiful Sammy. She'd work all night. She'd earn the most money, and she didn't fuck. Wow. What she'd do is, because don't forget, when geezers come to the club, they want a Viagra. They want a gram of coke. Right? A couple of grams of coke. So all they're doing is talking a load of shit. Not doing anything. Just talking a load of shit. And it's like headbutt for them because all they're getting is eight hours. They could be up there for eight fucking hours. <laughs> in their freaking ear roll. Right, okay. And don't actually do anything. You know, give them a wank or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but what... But what Sammy used to do is, she used to come down and she used to go, oh, I'll tell you a really funny story. Um, she'd come down and she'd go, he won another girl. Okay, take another girl up. So now he's paying, he's paying for her once. So she'd go up, she's all like this for half hour, blah, blah, blah. Getting them all out here, let's do some, and she used to love the Charlie. So they'd do all the Charlie, give them the Viagra and more Charlie few drinks, champagne's going up and this, that and the other, and she'd come down. So by the time she's got all this, half hour's gone. Yeah. yeah right? So she'd come down. So now he's hooked. He's, he's, that's why you get, got a hooker's called a hooker. You're right. right? She's hooked. He's hooked. So she'd come down. I'll go and get you another girl. I'll go and get you another girl. Do you want another girl? Let's go and get another girl. <laughs> go downstairs, get another girl. So she'll take her up. So now he's paying for her again mm -hmm. and the extra girl. Right, so then they're all fucking about and they're fucking about and he's just watching because he's fucked off his head and he's just <laughs> watching and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. So that'd be another half hour gone. Should we go and get another girl? Do you want a black girl? What about we go and get a black girl? Do you like that Romanian girl? And he's going, oh yeah, whatever. So take that girl down, bring number two girls up. So now wow. she's being paid again, plus the <laughs> other two she's taken up are being paid. And she has, he ain't even shaked, ain't done nothing yet. <laughs> Right, so anyway, da, 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 da. she'd come down again, leave them two up there. We want some champagne. We want a couple more grams of coke. Yeah, 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 there we go. They're all doing the Charlie. He's fucked because the, the Viagra ain't even working. Forget about the Viagra, he doesn't even know what to do with it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Could be up there for hours, absolute hours. And then the credit card comes down. Oh, we want some more champagne. We want drinks and we want this and we want that. And he wants to keep the girls for longer. And then it's, yeah, that's how it goes. And he ain't even had a shag. <laughs> so today's episode was recorded in Estepona in Spain on the Costa del Sol. I was over there doing some gigs at the British Comedy Club for a couple of nights. And I said to my good friend and resident compere over there, Nick Coppin, do you know anybody? I was joking. Do you know anyone who's been on the wrong side of the law? You, is there somebody? And he said, well, actually, <laughs> I'll ask around for you. I'll see what I can do. So he gets back to me and he said, well, do you know, I was speaking to this woman a few months ago in the audience and I asked her what her name was. Her name's Paula, but she told me my name is Mucky Fuddle. And someone said, oh, I think Paula might have been involved with crime. Now, I went along with very little expectation with Nick to meet Paula in the port of Estepona. And I was thinking, well, maybe she just spent the night in a Spanish prison cell. That would be quite interesting. 
So I didn't really have much in the way of expectation, but after about a minute, and already you've heard three minutes of her talking, but within a minute I realised, ah, yes, you have been involved in crime. This is a fascinating conversation. It's recorded in the port, so you can hear ambient noise, but it, it shouldn't be too distracting. We talk about running a brothel. We talk about the time she went to Alarin Jail, which is one of the most notorious prisons in Spain, and how she'd run her business from there. We also get an insight into why she is the person who she is. She talks about her grandma, and it's just utterly fascinating. The other person you can hear there is, of course, Nick Coppin, who came along with me. This was completely unexpected, and it's just fantastic, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Tell, what if someone didn't have any money? Did anyone come in and like front it out and pretend that they had money and not be able to pay? I mean, I'm assuming that would have been quite dangerous for someone. Or could, could you tell by looking at them, oh, no, someone, he's got money? Someone said to me once, do you ever pay protection money, Paula? Oh, I've got never paid protection money in my life. Right? Because you have people come down. It's like you used to have them come down from the other end. You used to come down, don't shit on your own doorstep. You used, to, used to get a lot of people come down for meetings and stuff like that. Didn't even want to know about that bit. Yeah. But they felt safe, they could have a meeting there and all that. And, um, yeah, so no, I never had, never had that experience. I never had that experience because I'd say, all right, well, I'll have your Rolex watch then. All oh, right, OK. Yeah, that makes When you come sense. back in tomorrow, it'll be here for you. But also, as well, because... I know that you'd probably have to be discreet, but obviously you're quite memorable as a person. Yeah. If you were running a business and everyone knows about your business, should, would the police have known about it as well? And what was yeah, their said the police come down. That they would come down? Oh, in actual fact, in actual fact, Chief of Police, he came, well, he used to come down, he's got his gun and all that, and he said to me, give me his private number, he said, if you have any problem, just give me a ring. Well, wow. so it's all right. Anyway, I did have a bit of a problem. A couple of guys came in, um, had a bit of a problem with one of the girls anyway. They went, made the phone call, and they was caught in San Benias. Wow. Uh, so, in effect, the, the, the chief of police was your protection? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he didn't, didn't want anything. He just really liked me. We got on really well. Didn't like Bill. Um, but when me and Bill did split our um, partnership, I went to him then. I said, you'll be closed in two weeks. <laughs> this will all fucking drop down within two weeks. A little bit longer than two weeks, I think it's a couple of months. So tell me about, like, say, about when you go to prison for the first time. Oh, yeah. When I went, so, gets in, so I got nicked in Duquesa. Bang to rights, really. I mean, and, this, and the funny thing is, this was my last thing. I was picking up a sample. Right. So it was, I was picking up a fucking sample, cocaine, and I was going to meet him in Duquesa. But someone was, as I was saying, Nisburn, she used to work for me. She was a hooker, but she was a police informer, and she was trying to get her paperwork. So she's rung me up, she said, oh, Paula, I really need to see you, I really need to see you. And I said, didn't say what I was doing, but I was saying, listen, I've got, I've got to go and meet someone. I said, I can't see you yet. She went, oh, well, you've got to meet him. I'll just she need, need you for a coffee, meet you for a coffee. So I said, uh, all right, then, meet you in Tequesa. I've got to go to Tequesa. Met her in Tequesa. But she walked up to me like this, and she was all in white. And she walked up to me like this, in the middle of the pool. She sort of walked from there to here, with her hands out like that, and she came up to me and put her hands around me like this. Uh, like Judas? <laughs> yeah. She didn't fucking twig at first. 
So, I get the phone call. I said, oh, listen, listen, I'll just be a minute. I'll be back in a minute. So she's sitting there and my friend was sitting there. So I went out and met my um, compañera. And we were sitting there in Duquesa. You've got where the car park is. Mm-hmm. And you've got a little uh, pizzeria. Yeah. You can sit outside. So we were sitting all outside. Anyway, so we did what we had to do. He said, well, I'm going to the toilet. Because he... You never go like that and go like that. So you never give it, you know, you don't give it, you go, all right, then um, I'm going to the toilet. Blah, blah, blah. So then I'll do that. In right. terms of passing drugs to someone. Yeah, yeah okay. so we ain't yeah. passed nothing. So anyway, as soon as I've done that, gone into pay. Fucking hell. Swamped. It's only about as big as inside there. Swamped. <laughs> Fucking door shut. And I've gone, oh, fuck. <laughs> right, so... My guys, he had a baseball cap and they'd gone. Ah, El Nino. Ah, they'd been following him, but they'd been after him for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, so I'm Nick. Takes me to um, the National Police Station, this Pona. Banged up there for about two, you just lose all time. I think about two days I was in there. Then they took us to the courthouse. I was in there and then they took us to the police station locale because you had to sign. And the guy that I'm with, right, to, to tell you what, what you're being done for, blah, blah, blah. So he's going, I ain't signing it. <laughs> was it I'm was fucking it? handcuffed to him. <laughs> I'm handcuffed to him. And he's going to me, I ain't signing it. And I could see him looking at the door. I said, you fucking dare. I said, you fucking dare. Don't you fucking... But it was in his head. I'm, he's off. I went, fucking handcuffed to the cunt. I went, fucking hell. I'm going, just fucking sign it. Just Fucking sign it. He's gone. I fucking sign it. I'll fucking sign. I'll sign mine, which perhaps I shouldn't have done. Anyway, <laughs> so we went to the. So it was like a good week before. So then you go from there, because I'm going to my girls. Don't worry. Go and see Sansa Sansa. They'll sort out my bell. I'll be out of here, you boy. Am I fuck? <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. I'm going straight to Ellerin. So and this was in August. Actually, it's August the twenty third. 2004. Okay. So anyway, off we goes. Down to, so I was there, banged up for about a week, and I went to uh, Nino. Fucking hell. I said, do you realise we've been on bread and water for a week? Because <laughs> all they give you is a baguette with cheese and fucking onion. Fuck the cheese up. And the, um, you know something and I was pissed off because I'd broken a couple of my nails and I was like you know not impressed at all and the lights are on all day and you've got this donkey in the background and it's like I made a little camp to, to get rid of all the light and that and then all of a sudden we're off to Allerin and a little van one of them little vans you see them little vans no seats like this middle of August all the way from here to Allerin De La Torre and it, that took over an hour. Mm-hmm. High sun, all the way there. Wow. Oh, fucking hell. Gets there, goes into reception. <laughs> so goes to reception, like, like bend over, checking all this, uh, done all that. So banged up in the cell, wager. I'd gone from 79 kilo to 62. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Swear to God, swear to God. Bam. Bread and fucking water. <laughs> Great diet plan. Yes, Couldn't wow. believe it. Blimey. 62 kilo. Jesus. Anyway, so all I had on at this time was just a sarong. And I was banged up with this little Spanish bird. 
could you speak Spanish at that point? Uh, yeah, I could just just get get through, but everybody understands "fuck off," so there's no. <laughs> Everybody understands that word and facial expressions, don't they? <laughs> so I've, they've so I've, with this bird, and she'd become my compañera in the cell when we went through. But she had just come down from Madrid. Well, you, you got like Mickey Mouse money in prison, so you got money. You allowed money in that, but it's right. Mickey Mouse money. But you allowed coins. Mm. So what she'd done, she'd you're not allowed to bring money with you and all that. But she'd tucked up her nunny. Right. <laughs> Coins, coins, but like two euro coins and all that. So wow. that and stick it up there. So they've got something. Otherwise, you don't. You've got fuck all for a week. Yeah. You know, you got so nothing. It's hard to survive. It's then, hard it? to survive. Anyway, so she's helped me out. Uh, cigarettes and this and little bits and pieces, and she helped me out. And I looked after her after that. I looked after her really well. Um, until I could get my money in, and because I had to wait a week now, right? and you allowed sixty-five euros a week. Five, right? So I started. I, I did. I did work in there as well. So I had stuff brought in and, and shit like that. So I was. She used. To, I used to get the gear in, and she'd deal the patio. So I'd just hand it over to her, and she'd deal the patio, and that's how we lived. And sixty-five euros seems like quite a decent amount of money in there. Yeah, but that's the maximum you can have. Okay, and that's the maximum. Yeah, that's the maximum. Dosh, isn't it? Yeah. Whereas... Well, I used to save all that. I used to have my money brought in and put in. But if you like to, t- if you want the telly, right. you'd have to buy a telly. So then you're putting in the Stancia, right, on the telly. Or if you want something, you could... There was a shopping book that you could buy food off of. Mm-hmm. Right, so you're in the Stancia and they deduct it from your account. But if you ain't got no money, you've got fuck all. Mm. You get fed, but that's it. Right. You know I mean? And you have to work for it. What about violence in prison? I mean, is Yeah, it... I'd load to that. <laughs> did, 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 did you really? Yeah. Well, who's going to mess with you, though? I mean, I, I warned People you... People that owed but... me money. Oh really? So ah, okay. That's something I'm thinking. Are you giving right. or receiving the violence? That's oh, what giving. <laughs> oh right. Okay. So no yeah. one. So how, how do you? Oh, sort of... I was top dog there. Oh, were you? Because the thing is, you you got a great. You're very. You've managed to be warm, and yet, the, obviously, there's an element of. Listen, I can really handle myself. Oh, I could toss this table up. Absolutely. Like oh, yeah. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> Upset me, and I could. Yeah. Oh, of course. No, quite, no, no, not. Not saying no, I'm good. No, 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 but, but I'm no. quite. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm quite capable. If, if absolutely. I get upset. So, yeah. that, so, so you turn up a prison then, and obviously you've got to suss it out. How do you? Did yeah, I did. Anyone I stood there. You at all? <laughs> I stood there with a fag with Mr. Ron on, and I went like that. Piece of fucking cake. Wow. And you ran Piece the, ran the place. Piece of fucking cake. Yeah. Not straight away. Not straight away, because when people... The dynamics changes. Yeah, of course, yeah. And there was about three other English birds in there, and just me. And uh, all the rest were either Spanish, Romanian, had a few Argentinians, a lot of uh, Colombians who had a tear-up with. Um, (laughs) What what uh, did the tear-up involve? Over a cup of tea. Okay. I swear to God, stupid, stupid stuff. Well, a cup of tea. Stupid stuff. I, I like a cup of tea, but you know. <laughs> and like, because when you come down, you you like you come down at nine. They wake you up at eight. Then you have to be up and ready and out by nine. Downstairs breakfast, and then you're on the patio. Blah blah blah. Lunch, and then back up to your cell. Then come down at five. All you want is a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So you queue up for a cup of tea. There's only four in front of me. I mean. The girls, oh, no, no, we get your tea. You know, I didn't have to do it, but I just used to like to queue up myself, so I got my cup of tea. Anyway, so there's only three in front of me. I'm number four. So this bird comes along, and she's gone to the front. I'm like that. 
and they're going, oh, bowl of 20 kilos. Straight away, because your mannerisms changed, didn't they? I'm like that. What the she doing? She just walked up to the counter in front of me. I'm like, Colombian bird. <laughs> but they're all behind me. And a new Colombian bird's come in, so the dyma- dynamics changes. Right? Mm-hmm. So now they're testing the waters again. Like, what am I going to do? Because I'd already had front of Wobble a couple of times. Oh, what's she going to do? So let's see what she does. She's walked up. So I thought, leave it. She's just getting a cup of tea. Anyway, can tray. <laughs> a tray of tea. And I'm like, I'm standing there like that. Thinking, cheeky fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so she's walked past me, so they're all behind me. She's come past me, I've literally I've just been like that, tripped her up. So she's gone, tea's gone everywhere, they've all jumped up, so I've spun round. Come on then, let's have it then, it's a little bit more dramatic than that. But <laughs> that's dramatic enough. <laughs> so they're all fucking looking at me like that, what can they do? They can't do nothing, they don't want to rare. Because I'm ready to row and I'm going to have you first. Because <laughs> I don't know her. So yeah. I presume, oh, she's just come in. I'm having you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then the fucking officers come in, drag me off. Hola, <laughs> tranquilo, tranquilo, por favor, come on. You know, I said, oh, fucking cup of tea. That's all I fucking want is a cup of tea. They're going, calm down. I'm going, fucking calm down. <laughs> fucking calm down. I'm going, fucking Colombian. <laughs> so let me back in. Anyway, so now I've upset them. So now um, Emma, who was another Spanish belt girl, but she was like, you know, Paula. She'd been there a long time. She'd killed her brother, wrapped him up in cling film. <laughs> That's how she killed him? Yeah. Wrapped him up in cling film? Wrapped him, totally wrapped him up mean, in cling film. She didn't kill him and then wrap him up. She no, wrapped I think, him she, up and that's I how think he, he was unconscious, but then she wrapped him up in cling film. So yeah. suffocated him with cling film? Oh, I can tell you some fucking stories. If you want to die in Alloran, you can just die. They'll help you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I tell you. Anyway, so that's what she was in there for. She mm. killed her brother. So you get vis-a-vis. Right. Yeah. Visa visas, your husband can come and visit you. Do you do the, uh, you do the, the naughty thing? Yeah. Condoms there and all that. Right. But I'm not worried about that. I just want to get my gear in. <laughs> 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 and the way he got it in, because he'd had open heart surgery, he had pins in his chest. Still in, okay. still there. Right. They, they put the pins inside to keep the, the chest wall together, then mm. they stitch you up. So you have to go through uh, the buzzer thing. So when they do that to him, it all goes off. Mm. All right? So to get through that, because he's bottled it, he's bottling it. So my daughter's gone, oh, no, no, in Spanish. Oh, no, he opens his chest, got a fix on it. They go, all right, go on, don't do nothing else. Mm-hmm. All right? Well, I'll tell you something. He's come on the visa vis. All right? Like that. That's the package. Because I said to him, I need a phone. I said, mm-hmm. get me a phone in, I need a phone. The phone was about that big. The charger's about that fucking big. <laughs> I said, I don't need a charger. Make sure it's um, fully charged. Yeah. And just give me uh, a spare battery. <laughs> and the gear. So I've got the phone, little phone, nice big lump of gear, fucking charger. So it's there. Like that, the package. She went, you get that up there. 
you fucking joking? I said, I ain't going to get that up there. That ain't going up there. <laughs> he went, yeah, you'll get that up there. What Yeah, I mean, isn't it? He went, you get that up there. I went, I'm fucking telling you now, that ain't getting up there. That will not get up there. <laughs> Fuck it. I said, all I've asked you for is a bit of gear and a fucking phone. The phone is one of them tiny phones. He's brought the charger, and I went, <laughs> to fucking unwrap it. Fuck that. Wrapped it. I said, yeah, now I can do that. <laughs> Get that up there. <laughs> anyway. So I'd wait, I used to wait for it to go bone dry. Because I used to get, other girls used to get gear anyway. Fucking oh, a bit of gear I've got, this fucking pucker. But the Spanish ain't used to it. They ain't used to pollen or anything, nothing, all good gear. <laughs> so she's gone, whack, 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 whack. So all the stuff's gone out. One o'clock, they've called for like comido, which is for lunch. They're all fucking like that around the patio. None of them can move. They're all like comatose. None of them can fucking even open their eyes and go anywhere. And they're like, ah, oh, shit, my fucking cell was ripped apart again. They know I'm getting it in, but they don't know how I'm doing it and all this. And uh, I got a f- yeah, so that, that was that. I said, I've got my phone. And we used to go to the gym. So I said to Manolo, he could speak a bit of English, you know, they used to call me English. English, Rubia, English. <laughs> and this Manolo, I said, Manolo, Manolo. He said, uh, I said to him, I really think it'd be really good if we go for a run around the football stadium so we can, you know, get the girls some fresh air and some exercise. He went, ah, yes, that's, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Next week we go, we go run. Okay, because you've got all the different modules, and you've got module five, where all the guys that aren't all my guys are in module five. That's the only way you, you can get a signal. Right? <laughs> Just to go for because a run. You, yeah, because you've got the big pile on that cuts off all the, wow. the thing. So I've said, yeah, I think it'd be a really good idea to go for a run around the thing. So, <laughs> so we used to go for a run. So then one week, I don't go. So they've all still gone for a run. One of the bloody Hidanos, the uh, gypsies, mm. has collapsed. Had a heart attack. <laughs> Dead. Because of the gear you brought in? No, 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 because she fucked. She had a heart attack. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fair enough. <laughs> and I weren't there. And what the girls are if I'd been there, I could have saved her, which I would have done, you know, recovery position, you know, CPR and all that. They're all just standing there looking at her, shoved the purse in her mouth. <laughs> so they were going, oh, they've come with a stretcher and they've just plodded and. <laughs> across. No speed, you just plotted across, so you put her on the stretcher, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> Don't do nothing to, to, to try to revive her or nothing. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so yeah, we used to go for a run. Oh, we used to go for um where you go and act, actor, they used to cut you go and act and all that. And they used to put plays on, they say to me. I used to have this uh, woman used to come in, the preacher, the, the nuns and all that used to come in to <laughs> talk religion. So I've gone to her, I've gone, you know, at module five, I said, there's a lot of English there. They're right up for all this church thing. She went, really? I went, yes. I said, ask for Stephen. I said, can you give him this letter for me? (laughs) So I give her a letter and she started taking letters for me and they'd send stuff back to me, like letters and like they'd send me cookies and stuff like that. So she went to me, 
So we're doing all this, and then once she went to me, oh, you know, she said, I don't, really don't think I should be doing this. She said, I think I'm going to start reading letters. I went, oh, no, you, no, you don't need to be reading the letters. You don't need to be reading the letters. <laughs> so I'm not missing anything. There's yeah. things in the letters. Yeah, there's things so in the letters. So you're basically using nuns yeah. as yeah. drug <laughs> delivery. Good, I swear to God, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. And they used to write to me, and they used to write in the letter, right, fucking sign up for Psychological. That's for like if you're like that, if you're nervous, nerve your sound and all that, going for the psychiatrist. We'll be there. We're, we're signing up as well. So it's because it was um, male and female together. The same as if you went to watch a show, you ain't there to watch a fucking show, you're talking to someone. Or on the football stadium, we had a band come. So we all go to it, and it's quite funny actually. The guys come out that end, and we come out this end. And my mate Steve was in the front of his, it looked like wild geese. <laughs> and I come out the other entrance in front, all my lot behind me, all walk up and take our positions and sit down. But it's televised. My daughter straight away on the phone. You was on TV again. <laughs> so she said, all we could see you was going screaming at, the, at somebody in there, fucking screaming at someone. And they're saying to me, and I'm going, fucking Ian, fucking, this is what you've got to do. <laughs> she said, that's all we could see you doing. You weren't even watching the video. <laughs> oh, yeah, or they put the, the Christmas show on and that it's put on telly as well. And there yeah. I am in the audience, fucking talking to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. So you mentioned attempted murder then. Oh. Oh, when I was younger, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and how old were you at the time? Twenty-one. Okay. Twenty-one. <laughs> and uh, I went to. I was. I'd moved away. Anyway, it was all to do with a guy. Blah blah blah. Anyway, come back, and I was in a club called the Candy Box, which was years ago, just off uh, Regent Street, round the back in our Kingley Street and it was called the Candy Box mm-hmm. and it was like hookers pimps chief of police you know the police are in there you know used to see what hats were up on the thing you know see who was in there anyway so I'd gone down there one night got into a bit of a fight well I didn't inject it I was very <laughs> standoffish and that's what I was getting done for for premeditated really because I sat and thought about it <laughs> <laughs> this had happened anyway so two weeks went by and I was staying at my dad's and I had these claw marks down my face so you're gonna fucking let her get away with that then you're fucking gonna let this fucking go then um fuck's sake anyway <laughs> I got to the point I thought fuck it I'm gonna sort it out so I just got my battle gear on <laughs> He went, where are you going? I said, I'm going to go and fucking sort it out. <laughs> he said, yeah, get in the car. Took me. Your dad took, took you? Took me. Wow. Doberman back. Jaguar. In the back. Took me up there. He said, you've got 15 minutes. If you ain't out in 15 minutes, I'm coming in. Because I don't know what I'm walking into anyway. <laughs> so anyway, did that. What were you walking into? Who was that? Well, it was a shame. It was what she walked into, but I didn't know what I was walking oh, yeah. into. I didn't oh, yeah. know but, what was going to be What was there. the environment, though? Where, where was it? Oh, no, no, no. It was a break and entry okay. to the house. Oh, right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, got in there. Anyway, she weren't going to open the door at first, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, she uh, put a fire in front of the front door and set it alight. <laughs> so, I set that so she's opened the door. So then, yeah. So, then I'm in. Just battered her, really. 
but um, they wow. did take. I did leave her for dead actually, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. And they took photos of the old situation. There was a warrant out for my arrest for two weeks. They cut off the, again the, the road to my my parents. They come to the door. And me dad, well, yeah, well, if you ain't got a fucking uh, thing, you ain't coming in here. Well, Mr. Burnett, you know, we just want you to tell you, because he knows his situation in life. Mr. Burnett, we just want to tell you if, if um, you know, if she is here or if you see her, she's just got to round herself in. It's not a problem and we can sort this out. Whatever. If you ain't got fucking paperwork to get in here, you can fuck off. <laughs> so they said, you know, all she's got to do is hand herself in if you do happen to see her. <laughs> I was in the living room. <laughs> wow. I'm guessing they would have known you were in there. Yeah. It's just, you ain't, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> so he said, well, it looks like you're going to have to fucking hand yourself in. He said, you're going to fucking go down for this, you. And I thought, you fucking cunt. You fucking goaded me to go and do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I was going to sort it out, but I was, you know, it got to, it got to the point where I was so like that. By the time I got there, I wanted to kill her anyway. <laughs> so that was that. Anyway, so I went and handed myself into Notting Hill Police Station. <laughs> this is a funny story as well. Some with fucking suit, got the fucking suit from Harrods on, the fucking crocodile handbag, and walked in there, a little <laughs> fucking lump of puff in my bag that I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, locked us up. They put me in this cell, and then all of a sudden they put this other fucking bird in the cell with me. So of course my dad's outside. So they put this up, so I'm sitting there, prim and proper like that. She's coming. You're a fucking grass. She'd gone, she'd come in with a fucking hammer, causing havoc outside. So they put me in a cell with me, yeah. So I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there, and then I just had a fucking flew up by the fucking throat. I said, fucking do you, I'm fucking gonna kill you. I said, shut the fuck up. I said, before I fucking break your neck. Shut <laughs> 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 just shut the fuck up. <laughs> so all this is kicked up in the cell. So my dad jumped up because he thinks someone's having a go at me. He's nearly got arrested because he's trying to jump over the bleeding police. <laughs> <laughs> to get into it, you know, always. So anyway, so then they took me into questioning. Oh, they called me this, they called me that, and now uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No comment, no comment, no comment. They're going, yeah, you fucking stony face bitch. They're going. I'm going, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I'm going. <laughs> anyway, got out on bail. Had to go to court and all that. So then my mum's got involved. Got me a good lawyer. She got. Do you know the temple? along the embankment yeah, so mm -hmm. got me well the fucking lawyer's desk was two of these put together big leather desk so I sat down and he went now he said I'm going to ask you one quick you can't do this this now so I'm going to ask you one question did you do it I went yeah he went well all we've got to do is get you out of it then <laughs> that was it wow so then, anyway, so my mum made a few phone calls uh, to a few people and said, you know, do you know what you're dealing with here? Because now you're going you're gonna to have to make a decision which side of the boat you are, because it was from the same manor, at Manor Parkway, and it was like, you know, either you're there or you're here, and I want these charges dropped. <laughs> I want this, this is my mum, I want these, not my dad, this is my <laughs> mum, I want these charges dropped. 
and that was it. Still went to court, and she stood in that court. Right, may I drop down dead now? The judge went, Are the persons here present? <laughs> Pointed out. <laughs> she went, But I wouldn't drop the charges. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she nearly got done for contempt of court. Wow. Because she what, was wasting like court, court time, time and all that. Right, yeah, okay. Because they had all the photos, they were building up a case and all this. And all. She went, No, I want to drop the charges. <laughs> Don't mess with your mum, basically. Oh. <laughs> it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. Yep, that's and that's all she goes. said. She just made a couple of phone calls. Right. You've got to make a decision now <laughs> where this is going to go, because this can go one way or the other, and I want them charges dropped. So you, like, if she didn't, then you might have gone to, well, would have gone to jail, oh, but God, then yeah. her life would have been a bit, well. Oh, well she won't have that. <laughs> she won't have that. Yeah, she won't have that. Yeah, so that was uh, that was quite, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. But she was an hard bird. My mum was an hard bird. Harder than you. She was five foot, mm-hmm. but could she pack a punch? <laughs> and my grandmother, my grandmother was very hard lady. Yeah, yeah. She used to tell me stories. That one. She used to be. She. So no wonder I got into gambling because she used to be uh, a ticket runner. In the old days, don't forget she was born in the eighteen hundreds, mm. and it was like um, Italian ill with all the immigrants. I mean, her family was Irish immigrants. This is what I'm saying. I'm a bit of a mucky fuddle. Mm-hmm. And it was. That's where that comes from. That's a saying of Moonan's. Right. Okay. She said, "Ah, oh, you're nothing but a fucking mucky fuddle, you, you dirty little fucking Arab." <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah, right. dirty Arab. You're a mucky. We have been curious to know uh, since that first comedy show why you said mucky fuddle. We're like, what? What does it mean? We, it's a mucky fuddle. Now we know. Yeah, okay. it's a mucky fuddle. You're a bit of everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's that explained. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're a mucky fuddle. <laughs> and uh, and she used to be the ticket runner. Right. Like, used to go and put bets on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she used to sit underneath the the gambling tables and that, where I was playing cards and, mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why would she sit so, underneath and what, for what Because she was a kiddie. Okay, oh, right, okay. Yeah. And they used to say, oh, go and put, go and put that on. She didn't have shops, it was on corners. Wow. Run down the corner and put that on or, yeah. Oh, amazing, Little okay. bookies, yeah. So she used to do that. How old was she when she was doing that? Because that, that's quite an education, that is, isn't that fucking it? Fucking four or five. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's brilliant, amazing. What what a what an interesting background. Yeah, she that was is. Cool. So did she just get rope, like roped into it, like you know, just quite, or did she or, again with her parents into all of well, that? It, it, it was just life. Okay. That was just the life. So that's kind of like a bit like you when know. you watch The Godfather and how, how that starts with that's just the life, but then that it's, person becomes this and then it that It just person, is. Yeah. Especially okay. in the East End, it's like in those days. Hmm. That was just the life you it, led. It, 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 that's just what it is. Wow. <laughs> One of the things I have to do, of course, every time I have a guest is to... I, I do. I go away, I think about it, then I kind of in, introduce them on the podcast, yeah, as it were, and I have yeah. to describe... It can be a few minutes. Mm. How am I going to describe you? Me? And I mean that in a good way, but what, what, what do I tell the audience, the person that I'm talking to? How, how would you like to be described? Or does it matter? But well, Good girl matter. gone bad. <laughs> 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 
thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. I am thoroughly enjoying this journey and I love doing this podcast and I'm really grateful for everyone who leaves reviews on iTunes saying how much they've enjoyed it. If you can take time to do that, I would very much appreciate it. Now, I know that can be a bit irritating when you hear a podcast host say that, but it's just because I want some feedback. I would like some feedback and I'd very much like people to share the podcast and for people to enjoy it. And that's what it's about. So next week, I'll be back with another episode. Until then, take care and I will speak to you soon.